0: welcome to true spirituality network we are focused on spreading the gospel of god's love across the world the bible says there is no fear in love and perfect love casts out every fear as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear worry and anxiety god loves you We celebrate you jesus we celebrate you jesus the bible says magnify the lord the bible never said you should magnify your problems (laughs) there's this song it says count your blessings name them one by one it sounds so nice you think it's in the bible the bible never said you should count your blessings let me finish before you come for me (laughs) but the bible says you should count it all joy when you fall into various trials so that means at every season of your life it doesn't matter whether you're in the valley whether in the mountain one thing should never change about you it is called your joy of salvation david said even though i walk to the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil i don't care Because what matters is that God is with me, is for me, is not against me. So even though you don't have money in your account, yet you rejoice in the God of your salvation. It's one precious gift nobody should be able to take from you. Job said, even though he slay me, I will maintain my integrity. These are great men. That they are not emotional beings we've been on a series for a long, for a long while now and we studied the book of 1st Corinthians 2.14 it says the natural man can understand the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned blah 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 and then I'm just going to take it a step further and what I want to preach about today what I want to preach about today if you want to sit down with your natural mind to listen to this it may not benefit you I'm just giving it up <laughs> But if you really want to sit down to receive the word of god for the things it says you are tremendously going to appreciate this and it's going to be a weapon in your hand and i've shared this over and over with you guys most of the time when i'm in the plane and then i realize the plane is climbing the clouds or it's shaking a lot of this drama the, i don't scream and i have one statement that i've always said what will God say is doing in heaven that will allow this plane to crash? What exactly will this he say he's doing in heaven? You can call it pride, right, I call it faith. <laughs> so I'm just gonna walk you through a journey right now with the scripture, and I want you to allow your spiritual mind or your spiritual heart to discern the things I want to say. They may not sound logical to you, but I'm telling you these are spiritual truths. So everybody, first Corinthians 2:14. Bible says the natural mind or natural person precisely, it says cannot receive the things that come from the Spirit of God because they are foolishness to him. What I want to preach today is very simple. I'm going to show you from the scripture that you can't die until you are ready to die. You can't die until you are ready to die. I know this is something you possibly don't hear <laughs> so regularly. But basically, <laughs> anytime God lays this thing in my heart, I just, without hesitating, I just want sort to of preach it over and over. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So please turn off your mind, turn on your heart, and allow the word of God to find expression in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. So the Bible says in the book of Psalm 91, Psalm 91, verse 16, precisely, it says, With long life, Will I satisfy you and show you, or better still, and show him another person says and show them my salvation. NLT says, I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. I always say this personally: if you really know your Bible back to back, there are some things you will never worry about for the rest of your life. If you know your Bible, the Bible says, Jesus said, the book of, I think it's the book of Mark. He said, the reason why you make mistakes is because you don't know the scripture. Have you ever found that place in your Bible? <laughs> he says, you make mistakes because you do not understand the scripture and the power of God. Is in the Bible. The moment you begin to allow the world to find the expression in your life, it begins to set you free from wrong thinking. You know, once upon a time, I don't know about you were taught so many things about village people how powerful they are how they don't die they're like mario <laughs> they died they resurrect again and then they say yeah pray village people Jesus. we pray this week we pray next week and we pray 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 and then every the the day in january they say oh your battle is over we we'll say hey man they say the longer you shout the louder you shout the, the easier breaks you. and then amazingly we we'll come again in february and they say revival And then our definition of revival is that we cry we finish our village people and then when when we thought it's over we'll come again in march they will say there are some (laughs) there are some people from your father's house after a while we paid our prayer back to them i got to a point i was like god do these people really die or if they are stronger than i am i shouldn't even try to stop them then the other than if they are that powerful they should have killed me all these days how come we pray 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 and the more we pray the more we have nightmare about them i think uh, we are so getting conscious of them that the power in the name of jesus so at one point i just i quit praying because you know we pray some prayer you just get that and then i stopped praying them i started focusing on jesus and i stopped having nightmare so when i began to study my Bible, i began to realize that you are actually seated in christ in the heavenly places Far above principalities and powers, you are not below. you are above. It just sets me free. Far above your village people. Far above your village people. something like that. You know, I, I don't know about you, but beside my mother's house. If you begin to realize that God's plan for your life, that there's no demon, even the devil can stop you i want to say something simple right now i really hope majority of us get it but listen and every believer give the devil so many attention than he deserves you guys say the devil doesn't exist no we exist and he's really taking care of unbelievers much more and he's trying to distract believers the ice they can do for is to try to distract you because he knows your future is so bright but don't give the devil too much of your attention. In some denomination, they, they focus on the devil back to back more than they focus on the power and the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have great knowledge in demons, you are trying to study types of demons. I don't know if that's a compliment for you. You now sit down. You are now trying to see demons. You are not trying to, I mean, demonology. And, you see, and that's your own area of specialization. <laughs> Where your mates are studying Jesus knowledge. <laughs> I'm telling you, most of the time we just give. You know, for example, right now, should I blow your mind? Get ready for this. This may, might scatter your theology, but it's okay. Where you're bulletproof. It's coming so fast. I hope you know. Listen, the devil cannot be in two places at the same time. Okay, if you didn't get that, that means if the devil's current location right now is in nigeria it can't be in canada at the same time that means if it's in canada it can't be nigeria itself. but you come people in some church they say devil is the one causing it somebody in africa will do something they say oh it's the devil somebody in nigeria will do something they say it's the devil somebody can Canada say it's the devil it's because you are beginning to empower encode the devil in your mind you have allowed encode the consciousness of the devil to be a strong good for you Says you pull down every stone root that exhausts itself about the knowledge of God. You know, sometimes people say it's the devil, even is like, Ah, it's not me. <laughs> you are lying. The devil say, No, now it's not me. Now, what's the location? They say, uh, It's Canada. No, now, what time did it happen? They say 10 o'clock. No, I wasn't in Canada in 10 o'clock, I was around Africa in the <laughs> background. The devil is only in one place at one time. Should I bring your mind again? This is not even my topic. I'm just really helping some of you, really trying to make you understand that you are not supposed to empower the devil. You're supposed to empower the name of Jesus in your heart. No, you know, this is why you ask question, will a person get healed if you pray for them? What if the demon doesn't go out? It's because you are empowering them by the power of Jesus. Should I blow your mind again? Get ready for this. This is powerful. It's going to come so hard. <laughs> if you are not putting bulletproof, you won't be able to stand. Get ready for this. I hope you know that the devil can't read your mind. Okay, let me allow you to chew that. And let me add to that. He can only listen, throw thoughts into your heart. Okay, listen. You know some of the things you say, you say, Oh boy, I don't die. Ah, I'm so tired. I'm angry. If I get angry, nobody can beg me. You are the one most of the time informing demons about your about your current status. <laughs> so they do hear you say things like I have the power of God flowing through me. I am strengthened. I am the righteousness of God. I have dominion. I do not lack. God is with me. He loves me. When you say things like you are depressed, you are normal pain, they just help you in that direction. Most of the time, you can't read your mind. You can throw thoughts. If you don't have shield of faith, it's called shield of faith. The thoughts will come into your heart. If you don't have breastplate of righteousness, you are to, you become vulnerable it start with thought if you don't have shield of faith what is shield of faith it is being built based on the consistent hearing of the word of god faith comes by hearing about the word of god if you don't have shield of faith they throw thought to your heart you don't have the word of god to counter it. so the devil throws thought to your heart You make you in quote feel as if you are tired if you don't have shield of faith you don't know what the bible says about then the weak say i'm strong and those that wait on the Lord shall you know their strength you don't know those things that you don't have shit of faith it's down. So it comes to your heart. If you don't have breastplate of righteousness, what does that mean? Well, I may feel this way, but I am still the righteousness of God. If you don't understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, it comes to your heart. You become vulnerable. I don't know if this has happened to you before, but I know someone be honest. Have you ever been doing your daily activities before? Listen, and all of a sudden, even you know you're not supposed to be tired. it's just seem naturally, It just feel weak. Natural. You can't, it automatically, you can't explain it just saying that your mood changed everything just changed all of a sudden <coughs> that, the, what I'm preaching is even my message I'm not even started but long lost is this the devil is not as powerful as we we we, we, we say he is I'm telling you in fact I'm going to I was planning to quote a place later on to the, the, in, while preaching but let me just show you this place ahead of time and oh many kathias Colossians 2.15 let's choose maybe I'm post Colossians 2.15 the Bible says having disarmed the power and authorities he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross he made a public jesus made a public spectacle of the devil he disgraced the devil through the cross this time in your bible let me go back to my message maybe i'll get there so Psalms 91 verse 16 says with long life this is God talking. He said, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Very simple. In English language, if you are invited to a buffet, a buffet kind of sentence is a sentence where you eat until you are full. In Nigeria, we call it belefu. When you are so full that you stop eating. Julian just said, buffet, you eat until you are tired. You eat until you are tired until you are full when bible says it will satisfy you if you are f- 60 years old and you're not satisfied with your life i've ever thought about it should i ask you one let me let me give you one intelligent question intelligent question everybody listen when you hear that somebody was raised from the dead for example lazarus i've ever sit down to think about it does that mean he died prematurely that's why jesus raised him If it was his time, why would you just raise him? I don't know if you ask questions like that in your mind. I don't know if you ask questions like that in your mind. There was a man in the Old Testament. His name is Ezekiah. Ezekiah doesn't have the Holy Spirit. He doesn't know how to pray in tongues. He he wasn't hearing the things you are hearing right now. He doesn't even know that his story will make it to the Bible. And then he was sick to the point of death. If I'm not a believer today, sick to the point of death, You say, God, ride me? You what things? God, why me? God, and I'm serving you. God, why me? God, have you forgotten me? The Bible says in Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick. It doesn't exclude you. If you sense pain in your body, on the spot, you rebel against it. This is the temple of God. I cannot be sick. They, they will listen. What if you don't get it? Exactly, that's the reason why you don't pray. That's the reason why you still get sick. You know what the Bible calls in quote, say the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's your only attacking weapon in your whole armor of God. which what is the word of God? You know what happened? Joshua said this book of law shall not depart from my mouth. He didn't say I will read the Bible on my head. It won't depart from my mouth. It won't depart from my mouth. That guy, Joshua, the book of law will not depart from my mouth. Mouth, he will never stop confessing the word of God. You can't be saying how oh, well you are you have been depressed you are going through a situation you don't think you'll get out of it and then say it's time to pray everybody pray and say lord jesus take me out of this you get back home again oh, god why me god your life is and then i'm thinking i always have issues with people that just you pray about your life you see your tongue to pull down your life and i'm thinking why are you not praying you and use something else to do with your life if you want to pray to god you must know that god is and god will diligently answer your prayer if you are thinking you are in faith this moment, you are in unbelief this moment, don't pray. Once you are ready to pray, make sure your faith is intact, then come and pray. Don't not unbelieve and then you are praying. Ezekiah was sick to the point of death and then God sent prophet Isaiah to go and tell him, hey bro, pack your load, you will die. And I've said this before. Listen, Isaiah was the number one prophet in the whole of Israel at that time. Some of you don't need no one prophet to tell you. Even if the pastor of your church, your local church tells you, hmm. I realize you've been you've been going to situation for a long time god said i should tell you you will die next week oh i'm saying pastor some of you if you've not been up to that level if a doctor just tells you, you you probably went for checkup or anything and then doctor sits on the other side of the table he put on his glass they're always putting on glass and he say well um i was just going to your resort and i realized you have cancer and then you have three months to die um the next thing is you start you start crying. Just doctor, mere doctor. I know you are depressed for the first week, second week, third week, fourth week, fifth week, sixth week, and then after two months you are waiting to die. The next 12 months, the doctor calls. He said, "Oh, I must speak with this person. Oh, so sorry, I realized we gave you the wrong result. <laughs> the result of the cancer was not yours. So sorry about that." <laughs> So God Almighty sent prophet Isaiah to go and tell somebody he would die. You know, one time I like died, Holy Spirit open my eyes to what really happened. What gave Ezekiah courage? Because somebody was thinking, oh, that's such a great honor. If God tells you when you will die. Because what I'm preaching right now is you can't die without your consent. You can't die, he just died. You can't. Except you don't know your scripture. Boy, Inca, I know somebody who died is a man of God. He trusts God. You know, let me first tell you something it's the same thing about healing same thing about god's love prosperity every other thing the moment you begin to hear that people preach the word of god and your own testimony is you know one person didn't work for over so many people you worked for you need prayer and fasting should i tell you something i, I want to challenge every one of you but let me tell you this with all the humility i've ever met people before they say well, you tell them let us pray together about something they're trusting god for something and you pray together with them and then they claim listen they claim to believe they claim to have faith after the prayer or the things they say with the words of their mouth you know they don't have it but they claim they have it when you walk with god you have to be in faith for some of us that's why you really need to know god god is i am i always tell people this jokingly with all seriousness there are some things with all humility that can never happen to me why? I've grown my faith in that area and I could trust God to the point that I can bet my life that some things can never happen to me until I will die. There are some things will never happen to me. We grow faith in different areas. If you have not grown your faith in healing, if you don't know God as your healer, you can't pray for people to be healed. You can't. You will be a believer that is 20 years in Christ and you don't have a track record of healing one person. It's not because you are not saved. But if you grow your faith for finance, you see more of God's power flowing in your finances. If you grow your faith in i mean it could be anything we all have areas of our are grain of it every one of us have area of our strength when it comes to working with god every one of us every single one of us so i can tell you right now well i'm trusting god for my academics and then i will say well i have faith and i mean i may be lying because people think they have faith but most of the time when they when they pray their prayer point say lord i don't want to fail for example that's just first of all make me understand you i know you have good intention. But you tell me, God, I don't want to fail. Lord, please help me. I don't want to fail. You, first of all, you really have a wrong opinion about God. Because your own prayer is not even to leave the word of God to succeed, to be a light of the world according to the word of God. Your own prayer is you are so scared of failure, you are praying not to fail. So your standard, your consciousness is failure already. So you are negative. Like, I don't want to fail. And people like that will claim they have faith. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to fail, Lord. God, I don't want to fail. I don't you are really praying. Do you understand what I mean? But sir, you are out of faith. You are praying a pair of fear. So I have people who claim, I've seen so many people, they claim they, they believe God in different areas, but they don't. Should I blow your mind? Are you ready for this? If there's any area of your life you are worried, with all humility, I love you so much, but you don't really trust God in that area of your life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But let's be honest, we all have areas of our lives, you're still we are growing in this faith. Nobody has it all figured out. I'm not there yet, but I've left. But my point is this: when I sense myself worrying about things, I know you are beginning to almost lose your focus of God. Remain focused on Jesus. Peter was walking on water, he had faith. At a point, he took his eyes off Jesus. he could say, Well, I have faith, no, bro. If you have faith, if you were still in faith, you won't sink. So people claim, and that's what I'm just wanting to make understand, even in the area of healing. People claim to be in faith, but they deep down, even you will know, this person really doesn't believe. The person just claims to believe. Everybody, anybody can tell you they are faith when it comes to using speaking Christianese. In church, everybody will say they are Christian. Does that mean everybody is Christian? Do you understand what I'm talking about? So I'm just trying to make an understanding. So when you begin to, don't give me, okay, you okay, can know somebody, Somebody's not your, ex, it's, it's just your standard. The scripture is just standard. Should I tell you something? If anything happens to me tomorrow, I'm telling you, this message I'm preaching is still the truth of God's word. It won't change. You have to understand the word of God is alive and powerful. There is nothing that can change the word of God. You can change. We can change. You guys will not know whether I'm in faith or not when I enter a plane tomorrow. If anything happens, you just say, ah, and it was, mm mm-mm, mm-mm. Let God be truth. Let every man be liar. I'll believe God toward one million times. I have years of my life that I'm still trusting God for. I'm still trying to build my faith in. And I'm not perfected. I've not perfected it yet. I will never put it on God. I will never. I, I learned how to take responsibility a long time ago. So don't say, well, and I'm praying, I'm trusting God. He's not saying, nope. I will tell you, you are not trusting God with the whole of your heart. If you trust God, you will get results. Check what you are believing. God is faithful so before you say well i like, you know somebody very spiritual the person has faith which the person doesn't have faith and the person now die i just want to tell you sickness is not from god the death is not from god it's not from god it's not from god know so think about people that have died well very simple if you were around where they died you could raise them <laughs> just try and decide the things i'm saying i'm not speaking natural words anymore i'm telling you you can raise the dead. You guys should have told me exactly. You can raise the dead. You can raise the dead. It's not, it's no big deal. You can't raise the dead before? Not yet. So, why are you think I raised the dead? Because the word of God says it. Do you understand? I'm not your standard. The word of God is your standard. And with all humility, and I like seeing these things on her, and I'm, I'm so glad they recorded. If anybody die around me tomorrow, I'm going to go there to go raise the person with all humility. Do you understand? It's not he's not. I will go there. So I must pray for this one. He can't die. How old is he? 20 something years old. What we'll go there. I will say, leave him. We are coming. Nobody must touch him. We are going there. Do you understand? Why? The word of God says it. Heal the sick, raise the dead. What if they don't get you? That's your own point cover of the UB. I believe the word of God over your own what if that's what i'm just making you understand you don't bend the word of god to your own unbelief or to your own logicality because if you really want to receive the things of the spirit you have to spiritually discern them so god sent isaiah to go and meet ezekiah i'm quoting that should be isaiah chapter 38 that's the whole story ezekiah and he told him he would die one time make me understand and then you guys know the story that this guy faced the wall he said lord blah 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 um, nobody will praise you in the dead, blah blah blah. And then God said, You give him 15 more years. But why did God change his mind? Stop. So, recently, I know I've preached on that story before, but only speak to open my eyes to something in that scripture and make me understand that Ezekiah came to a consciousness of the fact that if God, listen, could still think about him and still go to the extent of sending him a prophet, even in the midst of the sickness, that means God is closer to him than he thinks. Ah. You know, let, let me tell you what that means in today's world. I don't know. Every of you are connected right now for different reasons. If the power of God rests upon me right now and I start to prophesy specifically to you. You know, one thing that we have having a session. And then I was prophesying and I was mentioning names. Do you understand? Very specific. I was specifically mentioning. If the power of God rests upon here, no matter what you are going through, it will comfort you. No matter what you are going through. That's prophecy. It will definitely defy you, exalt, and comfort you. So, Ezekiah thought, Oh, I thought God has left me. That's how I was sick. If God could send or come and tell me that I would die, that means God is so near. And I think my sickness may not allow me to see, but the father God sent Isaiah, God is near. So, he prayed. And God sent the same Isaiah. He said, You know what? Let's change our mind. Somebody said, Well, but I thought it's God's way for him to die. Exactly. But I wasn't ready to die. Is in your scripture. This guy was in the Old Testament. You know what happened? This story I just told right now. It appeared in two places in the Old Testament. It happened in the book of Chronicles. It in the book of Isaiah. God will not allow the Holy Spirit to, or this will not just put stories and repeat them if they are not significant. If you don't know places like that in scripture, people can die around you. You say it's normal. Even you will die. say, "Well, it's okay." My sister is not okay if you're ready to die then there's a right way to die you can't just be walking on the street and motto jam you you can't you can't but in god, i know somebody who is spiritual don't tell me somebody experience over the word of god this i'm talking about this is really gonna mess up with your theology some of you may be able to receive it some of you will be like oh my god but uh, god, you not, but sir that's the word of god let's so tell you another know story in the scripture in the old testament when these guys wants to die they, they know Isaac will tell you so and Jacob. He will tell you to go and prepare meal for him so that I can give him last blessing. Is in your Bible. Jacob will tell his children, Gather around me, I'll tell you what will happen to you. Is in your Bible. These guys know when they will die. They know it is not. Hey, he was going, but to jam him. It's not Nollywood scripture. I was in the book of Romans 15:4 that God put the, the story of the whole testament, they are all there so that we can learn from them and be encouraged. You can't, you are not going anywhere. I'm telling you. <laughs> the fact that you're even hearing in this, uh, I'm telling you, you are, you are blessed. You are not going anywhere. I'm thinking, should I share this story? Should I not share this story? But why not if not? movement remember this day, back in school, I had a dream one night that there was somebody in my, in fact, it has happened last year as well there was only my family in that dream i saw the person who was about to die and then in that dream i said nope this person can't die <laughs> you understand i said this person can't die and i woke up ah whatever it was the person it was the since birthday since ill and healthy last year the same thing happened again they wanted to shoot the person the person said i said what happened i told the person wanted to give up in that dream Person said, you know what? I, I'm just ready to go. They wanted to. I said, no, you know when you want to as a kid somebody, I said no, you can't. I said, as long as I'm here, you can't go. You can't. You can't just go anyway. You can't. Maybe because with persons in Nigeria, so God even knows the person in Japan, I can't fly to Nigeria. So I just have to in the in the spirit, God just have to just do something. You can't die without your consent. This is because now God has raised you above death. Death is not your friend; it's your enemy. The Bible says the last enemy to be destroyed is death. When God created Adam, He didn't plan death with His plan. It was sin that brought death. The reason why Jesus cried at the tomb of Lazarus was not because He couldn't raise Him. It was because Jesus knew Ah, death wasn't part of the plan. Men chose death. Adam chose death. So Jesus came to give eternal life not a life of insecurity oh my god everybody's going now. what will not happen to you are you okay do you know your god he said it will be your god you'll be his person i'm sure understanding understand the scripture i'm really enjoying this you really enjoy this too second kings chapter two everybody you know the things i'm saying right now holy spirit depending on how far you have been in god you really enjoy it at different level but isaiah i'm sorry elijah in the scripture that guy, he knew when he would die so much. He did publicity about it. He told everybody. Everybody knew when he was going. Do you understand? Everybody knew when he was going. Excuse me. The day Kuma died, I was listening to um this guy. So there was a video on YouTube on the God's General. And the person said, the day Kuma died. They called Aura robots to come and pray for her. They flew him down. He got there and was praying for her. And then they said, put her hand over and said, no, stop praying. They said, Our robot asked, what happened? Then she pointed up, she's going up. And then, Our robot stopped praying. And then he took her and died. (laughs) They were trying to fight her life. She was dying. Our robot was praying (laughs) that she should not die. And it was a struggle for her. She told Our robot, stop praying, let me go. Should should I blow your mind? Are you ready for this? Stephen, in the New Testament, they wanted to kill Stephen, the Bible says Jesus was standing. That's the book of Acts. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Throughout the scripture, the Bible makes us understand Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is seated. The only time in the New Testament, the Bible says he was standing. In fact, even the Bible says, sit at my right hand, I'll make them refuse too. The Bible says in the book of Acts 1:20 that God has raised him and made him sit at his right hand. The Bible says, When you I mean, when he resurrected, he went to sit at the right hand of the Father. But when they were about to keep steaming, Jesus stood up and was looking at him. Bro, are you ready? And then Stephen said, Until I commit my spirit, he gave up the ghost. Believers don't die, they give up the ghost. If you're not ready to give it up, I'm telling you, you will stay. If you die prematurely, they will raise you. Do you understand? We have we have we'll come raise you. You are not going anywhere. It's the word of God. Read, I mean, except you're not a Bible student, except you want to logicalize the Word of God, except you want to take for granted what God died to give you. Because I know people that really enjoy life; they enjoy good days. Bible says, "And Job was full of years." He didn't just; he wasn't just old. He enjoyed life. The Bible talk about we having many good days. It's not just you growing old. You have many good days, full of life, full of peace that's god's promise for you he said with long life he will satisfy you do you know what that means until you say lord this buffet i'm okay lord let me come now paul got to a point he said for him to die is gain it's like let him just he said no but let me i don't want to go now he said because when he's alive, he will preach the gospel he knows when he dies and meet jesus so he's gaining on both end you're the one that doctor would there you have to eat this say, oh my god we're like, no paul said "For him to," he said <laughs> he now got to a point so many times they beat him, they thought he's dead. People will come to raise him. He continued preaching. He got to a point said, I have finished my course. I have finished my course. Second Kings 2, the Bible says from verse 1. When the Lord was about to take Elijah to up to, to heaven, they were Elijah and Elisha were on their way to Gilgal. Verse 3. Let me just fly. Let me fly. Verse 3 says, The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elijah and asked. Do you know that the Lord God is going to take your master from you today? Stop. How did they know? Who told them? Eh, well, Elijah must have told them. What gave Elijah confidence? Elijah confidence. Is he God? What will Elijah tell them is going to be taken up in a particular day and was taken up on that particular day? What if he, doesn't, he wasn't taken up? You know those what if questions? They are unbelief questions you are thinking. Elijah knew the day he will be taken up. He knew the time he would be taken up. He did publicity. All the prophets they met along the way, they knew. They were even the one informing Elijah, the servant. You think that's that's pride? That's faith. That's faith. Elijah doesn't have the Holy Spirit, he doesn't have praying in tongues. He knew he will be taking that particular day. He knew he was ready. He knew he was done. As far as hurt is concerned. So the company prophets asked. Do you know your master will take it from you? How did they know? Elijah must have posted it on his Instagram story. <laughs> so I posted it. Verse 4. The Bible says, then Elijah said to him, stay here. The Lord will send me to Jericho. He replied, as long as the Lord leave, as you leave, I will not leave you. Then verse 5 says, the company of the prophets at Jericho again, second place, they went to ask him, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? These are another set of people in another city they knew how did they know elijah did publicity about it it's not a oh my god can't just eat him you are like a believer can't just just eat you if can't eat you you stand up you keep walking do you understand <laughs> there's nothing that can take you until you're ready to go this is as simple the natural person can't receive it you have to spiritually descend. everything i'm saying there in the scripture they are telling elijah Do you know your God will die? Mm -hmm. Believers give up the ghost because with long life, God will satisfy. (laughs) If you go to verse 7, the Bible says, 50 men from the company of prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place Elijah and Elijah stood at Jordan. And blah, 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 blah. Long story is this. So are two to different places, three different places. Prophets knew. And they were telling themselves, and they were telling Elijah, God will be taking him today. If the believer says, okay, guys, you will be dying next week. What is he talking about? Is he God? Is he God? Bible says, the word of God is alive and powerful. These things are very simple. But I'm telling you, at the end of the day, you begin to realize that these are the things God has created for every of his sons. Every single one of us, every single one of us, thank you, Jesus. Let me read you a place in the scripture. You guys remember the story of Samson, right? Samson, when he was about to die in the book of Judges 16, from verse 28, the Bible says, Then Samson prayed once more, he said, We prayed to the Lord, sovereign Lord. I'm reading from verse 28 remember me please god strengthen me just one more let me with one blow get revenge on the philistine for my two highs then samson reached towards the two central pillars of which the temple stood bracing himself against them his right hand on the one and his left on the other verse 30 samson said let me die with the philistines samson said let me die with the philistines do you read that in your bible let me die people would of something oh my god he died Mm-mm. he agreed to die lord let me die with the philistines samson said it let me die i don't know if you have seen everything i've been preaching since morning I have to wrap up. I have 15 more minutes. It is the will of God for you to prosper and be in good health even as a soul prosper. The moment you got saved, you've been translated into the kingdom of light. At the age of 80-something, 89, a king wanted to marry Sarah because she was looking beautiful bible said it age 89 it happened two times in her life age 65 age 89 she was looking radiant she was a teenager at the age of 80 caleb said i have the same strength i had like the time when moses told us to go and spy in the land it's in your bible 80 years old this guy said he still have the same strength as he had when he was 40 years old Today, you see a 22-year-old person, a less than 30-year-old person is beginning to, in quote, think like an old woman, see himself like an old man. Say, well, we are old. Who told you you are old? What's your measurement of old? At the age of 65, Isaac was still a young guy. Who told you you are old? At the age of 120, Moses was still looking like a jute. Who told you you are old? You've not even reached 0.0001 of your lifetime. At the age of 20, something, you are scared of death. You are scared of death. How do you want to nurse it from now for the next when God promised you 120 years and until you are satisfied? You've not spent 0.0001 of the years you are saying you are old. You are saying, oh my God, ah, you look at your face in the mirror and you allow the mirror to lie to you. Ah, you're a great no, do You're a great no, do who told you you're old god had to ask adam in the beginning who told you you are naked you must have heard another voice after my voice at the age of 89 if you want to go with the bible you are still a teenager i know biology have we define it they told you if you are something 19, 19, 19 10 10 you're a teenager if you go with the biblical definition of teenager biblical definition of teenager go and check how Sarah looked in Genesis chapter 20 when an Ethan king wanted to marry her you see all these kings they don't look at spiritual beauty oh. they look at physical beauty, they are not even spiritual so they look at your physical beauty it happened two times I, I, Abimelech and Pharaoh at age 65 65 years old, she was still looking radiant she was looking like a single lady that Abraham could successfully lie that are brothers and sisters and then the king will not doubt that she's married she was looking so young with a long life will God satisfy you you see your life is like a buffet you will eat until you say God now I'm ready to go you don't have to start living outside Zion and start speaking death to your own body Ah, you are old you are tired who lied to you? Who is telling you those things? Because you are beginning to negate what God says concerning your life. God wants you to enjoy many good days. I will talk about David in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 29, verse 28. The Bible says he died at a good old age, having enjoyed long life. <coughs> this is the Bible. He yeah, enjoyed long life. First Corinthians twenty twenty eight. So just we try to basically keep it to heart. This is going to be a strength for you. It's going to encourage you. And it's going to really save you all the mind games of the devil concerning your life. Anytime the devil wants to hunt you with the fear of death, this is a weapon in your hand. That you can't die until you're ready to go. Because with long life, will the Lord satisfy you? He wants you to enjoy long life. You don't have to be praying prayer of God. I don't want to die young. You are so that is a prayer of unbelief already. You are die conscious. So you are praying prayer of fear that you don't want to die. Nobody is saying you will die. The word of God never said you will die. So why are you seeing die at the first place that you're not praying die and die prayer? God promised you long life. You're just supposed to rest and receive with meekness. The engrafted word of God will be able to save your soul. If he says with long life, say, Lord, I believe. Thank you for your long life. I will enjoy many good days. That's how time we break communion, I always say, guys, everybody lift up your bread and say after me. And I say, I always say, everybody says, Jesus, thank you because your body was broken so that my body can be put together. When you look at your face in the mirror and you're seeing it the way you don't want it to look like, you look at your hair, it's looking green grey, gray hair. The next thing to conclude is not, oh my god, you are growing old. It is but you are it's so sad that an average woman will respond more to biology than to the word of God. It's so sad. It's so sad. Really sad. You just want to respond to biology. An average woman who is pregnant, trusting God for children, she, she's married for three years, she now give birth, she now has pregnancy, she now sees blood. She says, Oh my god, something has happened to the child. Who told you blood is equivalent to the child is gone? Biology, biology, biology has fed people's minds so much to believe the word of God <laughs> and they will claim they are in faith. So if they, they don't get results, they say, Well, God, what was God doing? It's never God. This will be a weapon in your hand, and it also makes you understand that nobody around you can die without their consent. Nobody. If they are believer, they can't die without their consent it's the word of God it's a weapon in your hand as much as you can hold on to it keep it to heart just like Mary in Luke 2.19 and Luke 2.51 I believe she kept these things to heart we give you all the praise Father and so Father we thank you because your promises all of them were made just for us and we are the only recipient of your love You know, the Bible says God is love. Think about it for a moment. If love himself is thinking about a set of people to lavish himself on, and out of all creation, the only recipient of his love is we humans. That's awesome. God has saved you. He has brought you into his marvelous light. He brought you to Zion, the city of the living God where nothing dies we thank you jesus lord we pray let his mind be in every one of us let us begin to respond to what your word says over every other voices in the name of jesus we begin to declare your word that with long life you will satisfy every single one of us in the name of jesus and begin to take our authority as believers that no one will be sick around us. Because you've given us power to heal the sick. To raise the dead. To cleanse the leper. Freely have we received. And we're going to give it freely. We give you all the praise Father. Thank you Jesus. For in Jesus beautiful name. Have we prayed. And let God's people say. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much your spirituality. God bless you. Don't forget. Give people words of grace. The world is lacking good news. You should be the agent spreading good news. Don't tell them to say there's a casting down. Your God is bigger than everything happening around you right now. So where people are saying there's a casting down, say there's a lifting up. And finally, if you have any testimony, we want to hear from you, want to read your testimony, just send us a DM. Send me a DM, send me a DM, a DM and then we'll read out your testimony. Thank you so much, everybody. God bless you. If you have been blessed by this message we invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of god's love to all nations send us an email on true spirituality network at gmail.com you can also follow us on all social media platforms true spirituality network on both facebook and instagram spirituality on telegram and akimika on youtube so cash up with all our podcasts search for akimika on all major platforms including spotify audiomark and anchor as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out everything and remember it's not about you it's all about jesus <music>